Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel, because here we go. Here is your guide on this journey, Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Car Wash Magazine Live. I am your host, as always, Matt DeWolf, Editor-in-Chief of Car Wash Magazine. It's 2021, y'all. We did it. We made it out of 2020. This century has officially turned drinking age, so that's exciting. And we are off to the races. This show is going to be all about kind of the state of things going into 2021. We've got a couple of really special guests for you today with Eric Wolf from ICA and Ken Luttrell, who is the ICA board president. We're going to get to them in just a moment. First, you all got to deal with a little bit of unsolicited advice from me because this is what I do. So, Look, guys, I love the new year. I love the energy that comes with it. I love being able to like think about fresh starts and getting going. But man, I hate, hate with a passion New Year's resolutions. And I'll tell you why. They're set up to fail. They're just a resolution. You can't just resolve to do something and it happens. You got to work for things, right? And we know that every day in our businesses and what we do in the car wash industry. So I would like to see, and I hope that you do this, but I would like to see everybody switch from New Year's resolutions to New Year's goals. And when you're doing those goals, this is gonna be super quick, y'all. Smart goals, okay? Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. That time-bound one is huge. But smart goals, if it feels like too much and you've got too many goals and too much is going on, take those smart goals, put them in a 90-day plan. Because that 90 days, you can really measure it, you can track it, you can feel good about the progress you're making, and bam, no more New Year's resolutions. So. That's my ask of you all today. That's my unsolicited advice from Matt. Smart goals, 90-day plan. All right, so y'all, if you are an ICA member, you're gonna be getting one of this beautiful thing here in the mail soon. The latest issue of the magazine, super strong issue. Of course it is, right? And what else am I gonna say? It's a strong issue. But one of the things I'm really excited about in this one is this feature that we pulled together around what everybody's doing, what they did with Halloween tunnels. And it's a really special case of how this industry continues to have an impact in their communities, continues to do good things, and make this thing about more than washing cars. So kudos to all of you out there doing that. We're gonna do another feature kind of like that in this next coming issue, but more centered around what you all did after Halloween. So if you had holiday-themed tunnels after the fact, anything you might've done with lights, all that kind of stuff. If you got something for me, let me know, mdewolf at carwash.org. You can send that right to me. We'll uh, get you guys hooked up for that program. One more thing for ICA members I want to make sure you all are aware of. Coming out tomorrow is the next round of the Pulse Survey, both for operators and suppliers. So make sure when you get that email, you fill out that data. Once those survey results are complete, members will receive that full access to that data. So that's what I got for you so far. Now, I feel like we need like a like a trumpet sound or something like this. Dun, 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 the state of things. Here we go, friends. So... Joining me now, as you can see on the screen, is ICA President Ken Luttrell and ICA CEO Eric Wolf. Welcome to the program, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Hey, so first of all, like a huge thank you, because 2020 was not an easy year. And so thank you to both of you for the roles that you each played in leading ICA through that, leading the car wash industry through that. Ken, especially for you, 
you volunteered for this and I don't know why, <laughs> but you did. And thank you so much for your time and talent and giving of that to the industry, especially now it's, it's super important. So thank you for that. Thank you. All right. Everybody's excited. 2021's a big year. We've got a lot of things going on in the car wash industry. We've got a lot of things going on at ICA as well. And so this show is going to focus a lot around what's coming out of ICA camp. Look, let's be real. The big thing that everybody is super excited about is the car wash show coming back, rescheduled in November. Ken, can you just talk about the value of that show and why that's important and what you're maybe excited about? Matt, we are. We're real excited to have a date on the calendar that we think actually will work in 2021. So most of you already know, you know, we canceled the show in San Antonio. We schedule shows several years out. So the show for 2021 was already scheduled to be a Las Vegas show. The show after that, 2022, I think is a Nashville show. And then the next show, San Antonio, we said, we'll come back. So we're still going to do San Antonio, but it's going to be a couple of years out before that happens. We're really excited about this, the fact that we've got something to look forward to. It's actually less than a year away. So we're, what, 10 months and counting. I think that, you know, the car wash industry, I feel really is a unique trade association. I don't know many in industries that really trade information with each other, where the participants are there, they're free to talk about what they're doing, offering suggestions. And so we've, as an industry, we have missed that since our last get together. So we're really looking forward to this in November, a lot of learning going on, opportunities to connect with our friends once again, and others in the industry. It's going to be an exciting time in November. As you know, just briefly, you know, we canceled April. We rescheduled till June. June was starting to look real iffy. So a lot of communication. And I just want to say kudos to our, our staff. They've been all over this. You know, sure, everybody's had to make adjustments with COVID, but they didn't stop. They were at the same time canceling shows at the same time <laughs> booking shows. It was a busy time for them. And then, you know, once we realized June was iffy, we go back to, to Las Vegas and say, you know, hey, what else is out there? Recognizing that every show that was canceled was busy trying to reschedule. It was a circus. And we got notice that there were these dates available in November. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a matter of us picking dates. We were told this is a date that's available. Do you want it? First come, first serve. It's going to go fast. So we jumped on it. I say we, Eric and his staff, <laughs> jumped on it, booked it. And so we're excited that we have something concrete in place for our November show. You know, as you were talking, Ken, I showed some old footage from what a show a couple of years ago was like in Vegas. So people could get kind of a sense and remember that energy because we may have forgotten at this point. But I think that as much as we're excited for gathering, you know, there is maybe a little bit of hesitation in terms of like, what's that show going to look like? And Eric, I don't know, I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, but... Is there anything different or anything that I might need to be thinking about as I kind of prepare to attend the next show or like anything that might be a little bit different that I should be thinking about? Certainly, we expect like at an operational level, Matt, there will be even in November of this year, we think some differences in terms of layout and spacing and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's operational. That's real work that we're going to have to tweak some of our original plans around, but it's going to be people people in a room together greeting each other. So that part won't go away. And as we get, you know, as we get into the summer, we'll talk more about the different speakers we have and the different networking opportunities we have. 
And our goal is to bring all of that human stuff back as strong as it ever was and not allow the operational stuff to get in the way. Yeah, I think that's a huge component to it. Events are going to be different, but that's okay. Everything's going to be different and that's fine. So I'm excited for the show. I know that this whole year, and it's kind of stemmed out of that initial decision last year about the show and all things COVID related, but this is a new year. This is a new year full of goals and we've pivoted a lot. And I think one of the things that we've been really challenged with in terms of like keeping people connected is how do we do that without a show? And obviously this program that people are watching right now is a byproduct of that pivot. Eric, can you just share a little bit around what else we might've done to pivot and, and kind of how things are a little different? Well, I think the two biggest examples, you already mentioned it. And Matt, I'm thankful that we see, I mean, it's crazy. We don't see people to talk to them, but I can see people like on Facebook during these broadcasts who are saying, thanks, Matt. You know, you got some great sentiments, I thought, at the end of the year around New Year's Eve around Car Wash Magazine Live. And I want to thank you, too. I mean, this has been an invaluable, this is what, episode number 40. You got this going right after the show cancellation. And I think quickly this became a really valuable way for the industry to keep abreast of what's happening, to connect with people. And even if it's, you know, there's the element of the show, there's the element of people who might be on social media at the same time interacting during the show. There's connecting afterwards on the topics you've heard. So, you know, the industry hasn't stopped, right? And we know that. And Car Wash Magazine Live has become a really important platform for communications and, and you've made it fun. So god-awful jokes, but I mean, you've made it fun <laughs> despite that. And the other one that I really have come to enjoy, in fact, I'm looking at my uh, my little, uh, what's the thing, the Amazon Echo Dot on my desk, because oftentimes I'll work here at the desk and I'll listen to your podcast. So Car Wash the Podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Car Wash the Podcast, which we're thankful for David Begin's involvement in that as well. You know, you and he, I think, have done a tremendous job with that. And that, I think, it doesn't even maybe better job of doing the human stories. It just, it does some really nice longer form interviews with people, topics that you two in particular can really dive into. And so, you know, in the absence of industry events, it's not just ICA, but it's industry events. I mean, we're not getting on buses and seeing washes. We're not going to other events and conferences, but live and the podcast have been awesome. So thanks to you and all the guests and the marketing panels have been great. And we really appreciate that. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously I'm biased. Like I've really loved doing these things. And like I've said, it's a supreme privilege to be able to tell stories about people in this industry because it's an awesome industry. But, you know, I think that we wanted to do those things because we wanted to keep people connected, right? And we didn't have a way to do that. And one of the most important things I think that ICA does is get people access to that information. I think one of the other key components there, though, is how do I make sure that I'm going to get that information? How am I going to get it fast? How am I going to make sure I have access to all the things? And I talked about it a little bit in the beginning with the magazine, making sure you get that. But I know there's some changes and some things moving in terms of like what it means to be an ICA member and what membership looks like. Ken, can you just kind of give us a give us an overview of why membership matters and why in the world I should buy one? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a shameless plug, but hey, it's important. <laughs> That's fine. That's a good question to ask, Matt, and certainly one that frequently is asked is, why should I get involved? We as a board really have looked at membership, and the whole concept of membership really has changed. In the past, it's been a matter that companies join. So XYZ Car Wash joins as a member of the Car Wash Association. So we're changing that, and we're going to have it being have individual members. So instead of perhaps your car wash being a member, 
the employees of the car wash are members. There are several things to be served here. I think it's one way to recognize key employees by signing them up with a membership to the ICA and for them to feel a part of it. As you said, there's a lot of information that comes out and perhaps in the past we've been diligent on getting that to ownership of companies. Now we want to go down. We want to make sure the key employees are aware of what's going on. So companies, this is your chance to acknowledge key employees, signing them up. They will receive this, uh, the Car Wash Magazine. Right now it goes to the company office. Now it will have Ken Littrell's name on it, whatever employee, and it'll come directly to them. And uh, as Disney says, it gives you a chance to move to the head of the line so that all the things that we're doing, any news that's coming out, it goes to the membership first. And frequently you've said, Matt, that whatever it is, it goes to the members first. So membership, you're going to get the uh, four issues of the Car Wash Magazine every year. And then the different events that we have, you're going to be the first one that we reach out to to sign up, be at the car wash show, be at women in car washing, be Mm -hmm. an excellent summit, whatever the events are, you're going to be at the front of the line. So I'm excited about this new approach. I think it provides a new synergy for us as an industry. One of the fun things about it, right, is it's like ICA is taking a page out of the members' playbooks. We want those unlimited members to sign up. <laughs> you know, get signed up. Let's go. Like, get yourself in the in the hopper here in that VIP lane, and you get to come on through. That's awesome. The other thing I think, Ken, that is fascinating about this concept of why would we want individual people to have memberships? Like, why should Ken have a membership and Ken's managers have memberships? I think it's really interesting to think about it in terms of people who might not be able to go to the trade shows, right? And might not be able to get some of that inspiration and those ideas and that sharing. And I think it's like one small way to kind of give them some of that without them having to, you know, actually be in attendance at some of these events. So I think there's supreme value there too. Obviously, again, I'm biased because it's my publication and I want everybody to read it, but hopefully everybody gets inspired by that. I think that's awesome stuff on the operator side. The other thing that I think about a lot when it comes to, you know, what is ICA doing in terms of members and connecting and bringing this industry together is on the supplier side. And when you think about that side of the community, talk about a challenge when you get all of your in-person events taken away in an industry where that was really like how you sell and how you make connections. And Eric, can you talk a little bit about about that and like what maybe ICA has pivoted to do to meet some of those needs? Thankfully, The industry has been doing so well and continues to do so well. The pipeline has been great for a lot of our companies. But in terms of how they market their products and reach people, these industry events that happen throughout the calendar year are typically vitally important. It's where people are met and business is done. And, you know, we heard from a lot of people. First of all, they've been really gracious and wonderful in terms of staying committed to the car wash show. I mean, the show floor is almost still sold out for next November. Everyone has stayed in the show from canceling last year. So that's wonderful show of support. The other part of it, though, is we get lots of questions around, well, how else can I reach people? And so we took some time to listen to some of those ideas. And in the last month or so, a lot of our supplier members know this, that we've come out with a program called Champions Council. And what Champions Council intends to do is to take all these platforms. Again, Matt, you're a part of this, actually. Mm -hmm. So Car Wash (laughs) Magazine Live, Car Wash the Podcast, the print edition of the Car Wash magazine, the other ways in which we reach people, you know, with email marketing, et cetera, 
and put together platforms that we can get our vendor community, some of their expertise, some of their connections with operators facilitated to help both sides. Another product we experimented with last year that we're going to be launching in February is something we call Pitch, which is a chance for operators to hear from vendors for solutions to their problems. So that happens on Zoom for crying out loud. I mean, I know we've just about all had enough of that, but it's what we've got. So, you know, those kinds of programs we can put together for the vendor community too, for the benefit of operators to get new ideas. We've really had to change our thinking and say, okay, the event for right now is not going to happen for a while. What can we do in the interim to serve both of those populations? And and Champions Council is our answer for the vendor community. Yeah, I think that's supremely important. And I think I think it's going to be really exciting for the industry as a whole to start to think a little bit differently and and really flex our kind of sales and marketing muscles in those spaces and get into some of this, you know, new wave things that are <laughs> that are all things digital. So, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see what folks in this industry come up with and and how they kind of leverage some of that. So, that's going to be really fun. If you all are just tuning in, this is the State of Things episode of Car Wash Magazine Live. I'm Matt DeWolf. With me is ICA CEO Eric Wolf and ICA Board President Ken Littrell. Or Littrell, Ken, I always mess it up. How do I say your name? Littrell. Littrell, there it is. Littrell. Littrell, all right. Now we got it right. The next thing I wanted to kind of jump into, I don't want this to be all us speaking at folks, so do remember, you can post questions and I will work those into this conversation. So feel free to ask your questions if you've got burning needs and, and want some answers from us. We will be happy to answer those for you. The other thing I want to jump into I'm super excited about this, and I've been trying to like let the cat out of the bag for weeks and weeks and weeks about this. But there's a big education initiative coming in 2021. It's launching next week. Ken, this has been something that that the board's played a major role in in helping develop. Can you just talk like high level about it? I mean, I don't want to like spoil the launch. I mean, I kind of do, but can you just talk a little bit about about <laughs> what that all. looks like? Yeah. As you said, Matt, this has been a long time coming. The ICA board, you know, what's our real function? It's coming up with ways to give back to the industry. How can we help everybody that's involved in the industry, be it the operators, the vendors, manufacturers, whoever it is, how can we give back? And so a combination effort with board and staff beginning several years ago, it was this educational initiative. What's the missing piece in the industry from an educational standpoint? So we have, there's, Places you go to to learn how to wash a car, you know, how to fix equipment, how to install equipment, how to be a car wash manager. But we said, what's missing that would really add value to our constituents? And so we arrived at this, this educational initiative that has been put together. And with this, it's a program that you would purchase. The first domain that we're coming up with is our talent management and there's numerous courses that your employees can take to help them in terms of, in this first area, is more human development, human relationship, how you relate to other employees. I just think it's outstanding. And I'm an operator, so I'm looking at ways all the time. How can I improve my business? What can I do? And I'm also asking myself, you know, am I giving my employees the tools that they need to be outstanding employees. And this particular program takes it even further. It's not only how can you become a better employee, how can you develop yourself, but how can you develop human skills 
that you could take wherever you go. So, you know, you're great employees. You hope they stay with you forever. But if they don't, we're giving them a certification that they can use wherever they are. Interesting enough, it's even can be applied to your situation at home and the people you relate to there. So we're just really excited about this. We've worked on it for a long time. Claire has led the charge on this. The kickoff is Monday. So be on the alert. I can't even tell you for sure how we're kicking it off, whether it'll be at the uh, Houston, the Cape, or where the rocket goes <laughs> off. Uh, this, is, uh, this, is, this is exciting. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm excited about getting our organization signed up for it as well. So thanks for asking, Matt. Big, big program for this industry. And I think like if people take nothing else away, just remember what we had on the bottom of the screen there. It's car wash training for car wash managers. I mean, this is what's coming at you. It's something that has been identified as a need. And our board has done a fantastic job of working with staff to kind of make sure that this program fits those needs that is specific to the car wash industry and is really going to connect with that and make that valuable in the industry. So awesome job. So thankful. It even goes beyond managers, I think. I think once you get into it, you'll see unique opportunities to work with supervisors, assistant managers. I think it's applicable to a lot of the people within your organization. Much more to come on that. Gosh, what's today? Thursday. So about four days. So keeping in the vein of what we talked about earlier, members get this first. Members are going to learn all about this first and get all the nitty gritty details first. So you still got time to get on that list if you want to go to carwash.org slash join to get there. So one thing that I want to make sure that people don't miss is that this work is not easy to do. It would have been easy for ICA as an organization to kind of just like hold on for the ride and like get to this year and get to the show and just kind of keep doing business as usual. But the thing that's always kind of impressed me in my years around this organization is the business-like approach to kind of still taking care of the industry as its own and, and really being stewards of that and really being interested in the people and the stories and the passion around what, what comes out of this. So there's a lot of pivoting, a lot of really exciting stuff. Eric, can you just like share why ICA takes that approach? Like why do all this work and why pivot like this? And this is my <laughs> 15th year in the car wash industry. And what I enjoy most still about the chance I have to be here is working with people like Ken and other entrepreneurs and watching how they take new ideas and put them into action, or as importantly, how they handle a punch in the nose, right? <laughs> the proverbial punch in the nose. And so, you know, for us, like this past year in 2020, I mean, you know, I've, I've watched what car wash operators have to do during times of rain, right? Tighten your belt, look for new opportunities. Well, we're in 30 months of rain. So the equivalent, it's going to be 30 months between our two trade shows. If you were facing 30 months of rain in your business as a car wash operator, you'd be looking at everything. And that's exactly what we went through. So, you know, I really give a lot of credit to the board that we've got that's really supportive of our team. Matt, you and I know that from working with them who are, I think, doing a great job of taking care of the organization, but also really looking out at the membership and the industry and saying, okay, well, that door is closed for the time being. Now, what do we do, right? It's raining. I'm not washing cars. What am I going to do to the store? I mean, it's the same kind of, it's the same mentality of just get up and go and do something. And 
you know, the things that we spent time talking about during the, the lockdown months in the second quarter of 2020. I mean, you know, some things we'll try, some things we'll get right, some things we won't. And we apologize when that happens. But we want to continue to take that DNA of the car wash industry, which is, you know, take those ideas and try them out and get back off the mat when you get punched in the nose. And again, kudos to our leadership for always keeping that at their forefront as well. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's one way to put it. <laughs> Punches in the nose and <laughs> getting back up. You know, Eric, I, I always appreciate the analogies that you give. I was hoping for the farmer one that we had talked about previously, but I guess not everybody wants to talk about farming and that's okay. Well, um, I mean, yeah, it's 30, 30 <laughs> months of rain. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I didn't mean to be too draconian in my example. I mean, but Matt, for crying out loud, I mean, it's, you know, it's no fun, man. Yeah. I, so, I, uh, but I we're on a good you. path now. I feel you. That's funny. All right. Well, normally I would end, I would end the show with a question around hope. I want to know, though, this show has been around excitement and what's exciting, what's coming, what's big. I want to know from each of you, what are you most excited for in 2021? And Ken, you get the hot seat. You get to go first. 2021, what are you <laughs> most most excited for? Well, I was going to list all my New Year's resolutions, but that sounds like that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> goals, Ken. Goals. They're New Year's goals. goals. Yes, Goals. <laughs> Yes. You know, I, I think what uh, I'm really excited about is uh, a fresh start, a new slate. You know, we were all stumbling through last year, but the excitement for this year, obviously, you know, if you're just on the sideline watching, it's pretty exciting with the unprecedented growth that we're seeing within our industry. So I think it's fun to be tracking the growth, all that's happening in, in the way of consolidation. And that's not just in operators, but that's vendors and manufacturers as well. I'm really, really excited about this educational initiative that we're putting out. I just think this is one of the best values that we have been able to ever provide for our members. It's just, we've brought in professionals that have helped put this together, several of them from the restaurant business, because there's a lot of similarities between running a restaurant and running a car wash. So really excited about that. And then the obvious being the car wash show and us getting back together. There's a lot of good friends that I have FaceTimed with, but uh, it'd be good to shake hands with once again. Yeah, it's just not the same, right? It's just not the same. <laughs> yes. It's a poor substitute, they might they might say. All right, Eric, wrap us up here. What are you what are you most excited for in 2021? I bought you some time there so you could think about it. Yeah, although Ken <laughs> took him, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna start with the obvious. I want to get out of this basement, as you can see. I mean, I, you know, this is where I have spent way too much time. And so I really, you know, I'm excited. I guess the next major one is going to be the uh, Southwest show down in Texas in June. I mean, I hope I don't creep anybody out. Like I'll have to restrain, you know, some of us may have to restrain ourselves from leaping at one another to shake hands or hug each other because <laughs> it has been a while. And so I'm excited about it. I need a little, do a little self-monitoring yeah. maybe before I get into larger public areas. But Ken hit the nail on the head, too, with the educational program. I mean, I think this is going to be great. And by the way, this is already being used by some retail companies. This isn't just Ken and I. I mean, so we've got operators who are using it. Their employees have been using it. We're getting great feedback. I'm going to go through it again. I've been through all the classes, but I think I heard Ken say something about how it can even help at home. And I've been <laughs> home way too much. So I'm going to go through and make sure... I there might be some things like with my kids, I need to, to remind myself that ICA is now providing resources for those of us who are homebound. But regardless, I can tell you the feedback has been awesome. So next week that kicks off. I'm excited. 
And then I think, you know, that hopefully gives us some great energy getting back into let's call it more normal of a car wash industry patterns, right? Coming together throughout the calendar year and seeing each other. <laughs> well, best wishes on the, uh, on fixing whatever is ailing you at home, because I know that's a, that's a work in progress for me every day. I mean, goodness, you can't fix that. Let's be honest. <laughs> hey, we, we'll sign you up, Matt. Yeah. We, yeah. Give me some, give me, give me, yeah, give me something <laughs> to sign up on. And we'll be in business. Well, guys, look, I don't want to take too much more of your time. Thank you so much for being gracious enough to spend a little time with me here today on the program. Everybody, I think, got a lot out of what you you all just shared. Look, bottom line, it's exciting. It's a new year full of New Year's goals, goals, not resolutions, and we're looking forward to it. So thanks, guys, for joining us. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Matt. If you're watching the program, and you want to see more episodes, you want to see some of the great stories that we were talking about on this episode, you can do that at carwashmagazine.com. You can do that on YouTube. You can even just get lost in the echo chamber that is Facebook and watch lots and lots of these episodes if you like. Also, just to reiterate, there is a great opportunity for you if you can't be in front of a screen, Car Wash the Podcast. Download that wherever you consume your podcast programming. And until next week, we've got a we've got a great show coming up for you next week. We're going back down under with an Australian operator. Going to check out Waves Car Wash. But, you know, you all know what to do. When you're out there, there's just one thing you got to do every single day, and that is keep it clean. Car Wash, the podcast, is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free, on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.